You're listening to Speaker's Corner with Alfie Joey. Please welcome your host, Alfie Joey. Hello, friends. Welcome to Speaker's Corner with me, Alfie Joey. And what a guest I've got for you today. I know I say that every episode, but I only pick guests that would let me start with. You won't believe what guest I've got today. And this is someone who is, I would say, right at the top of her profession. She's a, an international voiceover artist. She has worked with so many celebrities. She has done radio. She's done live events. She's spoken in public. This is what I, I love and want from this podcast are people who can speak in public in many different ways. And it's not just one style of talk and it's not just presenting slides and speaking to slides. This is someone who has done lots of different types of speaking in public. And I know because I've worked with her several times. It's Ingrid Johnson. Now, this was recorded after I left the BBC Radio Breakfast Show on BBC Newcastle. And, and basically, I was doing pantomime. So I was very busy. So what I did was I sent Ingrid the questions I wanted her to answer. She was a bit cheeky and a bit naughty. So she ignored my first question and just went rogue and embarrassed me with her first comment. First of all, Alfie, and don't stop me, you little superstar, you. Um, I want to say thank you. Thanks for all of the years on Breakfast Radio. Thanks for showing how it should be done, for setting the bar for being professional every single day, for delivering unique broadcasting that was engaging, informative, for being part of our families and um, for showing everybody how it should be done. Thank you for that. You will be missed. And also, um, a congratulations. I want to say congratulations on the future. Wow. What is it you're not doing? Are you teaching swimming as well as being an entertainer, an author, an illustrator, TEDx speaker, communication coach, broadcaster, MC, and motivator? Why are you interviewing me? Can, can I come and interview you? I feel like a fraud. Congratulations. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Nights Out. Welcome to seeing the family more. Welcome to not being on the bike at 3am in the sleet and the snow every single day. Oh, goodness me. Right. Well, I'm blushing now. Uh, thank you for that, Ingrid. Um, <laughs> joking there why she's on this podcast. Well, listen to this for a story. She has worked with so many different people at the very top. Listen to how it all got started. I was 17 and my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, had said to me he'd seen an advert somewhere that Metro Radio wanted a female presenter and somebody to co-present the breakfast show. I thought, yeah, and? At the time, I'd just come back from living and working in Japan where I was modelling and I was due to maybe either go back to Japan for another six months or go out to America. So I thought, hey, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, let's give it a go. Put together a small demo on a cassette. <laughs> was the 80s and got eventually um, invited to come in for an interview, did a demo and the then boss at the time, the amazing Giles Squire, who oh, brought on lots of talent and was there to nurture quite an, an exciting time for Metro Radio, an explosion of dominance in the Northeast 
that was never to be seen again. Uh, I was really very, very lucky. And, um, and I started just as I was turning 18 on The Breakfast Show, co-presenting. And then I had the best time ever because together with Lee Finan, we developed Hits Not Homework, which turned out to be not only the biggest show in the Northeast, but also it was the number one evening show across the entire country, which was really quite something. So we got fantastic opportunities, such as being flown around Europe to do the biggest interviews. We went to Geneva to interview Phil Collins in his home on Lake Como, had tea with Elton John in London in his home, went to Abbey Road to interview Robbie Williams while he was finishing off his album, had Take That come to the region when they wouldn't necessarily entertain many others. We used to record Christmas Day specials with Anton Deck. Um, it was just phenomenal. I think it was when we got the OK for the very first global interview with George Michael after he'd been out of the limelight for six plus years. And George rang us both individually on our mobile phones to chat with us just to see if we were the right people for him to speak to first. I think it was then we knew we had arrived. And and it was then that we started doing things like outside um, events, such as the hits on holiday gigs at the Metro Radio Arena it was then, and asking all of these people that we then knew and would see regularly for interviews to come and do gigs. And it was a really, really special time. And as an industry, you'd never see that again. How about that? Robbie Williams, Elton John, close up and personal. Some brilliant experiences there. Ingrid's done so many different forms of speaking in public. I just wondered whether there is a, a, a best type of gig for her. What does she enjoy most about speaking in public? Live radio is really special. Live TV, completely different again. Uh, voiceover, whoa, that is so disciplined. I love the discipline behind that. <sighs> Live gigs, well, you've got that interaction and never knowing what's quite going to happen next with an audience being able to see you, not just behind a microphone or in a studio on TV. That's quite something. The engagement, the banter, the back and forward, you understand that. And indeed, we've worked together on live gigs. And um, God, it's, it's too difficult to pick, to pick one. These are great answers, aren't they? I also asked Ingrid, what makes an event or an engagement tricky, perhaps? There is, a, there is an event, and I think you probably host them as well. And there's a number of them. And everyone gets very merry. So by the end of the night, you know that nobody really cares what you're saying or who's winning what. It's quite hard to just keep it up focused and on track time-wise. And actually, at these gigs, I've, I've even taken my shoes off at the podium because nobody's noticed. And I thought, well, why have sore feet? Thanks for that, Ingrid. Conversely, what makes a speaking gig comfortable or enjoyable? For me, I'd have to say I find it easier talking to a larger audience. So if it's a big arena gig or if it's an outside event, a turning on of Christmas lights, a capital party in the park, 
I did one and it was at Hyde Park and it was um, introducing Beyonce on stage to 250,000 people. Some people might get nervous about that, but for me, the bigger, the bigger. The better, really. It's when you go into smaller environments and you're talking about 60 people or less and you can see the reaction on everybody's face. No matter what it is you're delivering, whether you're the host, whether you're managing the event and um, bringing people on stage and off stage, you can then really read the crowd, their reaction, if they're enjoying it, if they're falling asleep, if you need to take a break. If you, that, That's a lot harder. <laughs> Whereas when there's more people there, everybody just kind of, yes, taken along with the whole effect. So, yeah, I would say it's easier for larger audiences for me. I don't know why it just is. Now, I've worked with Ingrid at a number of events, presented business awards in huge marquees, hosted radio shows together. And she always strikes me as 100% laser focused, professional, calm, I wondered, has she got a secret weapon? And does she have a, a preparation process in the build-up to an engagement? If you're genuine with your audience, if you're just you, then I think that's the secret. I think that's the secret because otherwise people, if, you, if you're really fake, people will turn their back on you and you don't get their respect that way. You, you've got to be really open with your audience and be ready to share. I think that's the secret fascinating isn't it here's ingrid with a little bit more on her preparation process in the build-up to an event i'm quite fanatical about preparation I, I like to be super prepared i like to have everything bolted down so in the event that for instance i was doing a four and a half hour live broadcast on sky tv for netball out of the men arena and we had i think it might have been the commonwealth countries were there playing and we lost power on site but we had power to the cameras because they were separately powered from an external source so the arena lights went off the games all ended and basically we didn't get them back up for a, a good 35 minutes <laughs> So if you don't have your prep, then you can't go on. And boy, uh, you can't just turn around to Sky TV and just say, ah, can't fill for the next half an hour. You just got to do it. So, yeah, you've got to be prepared for any eventuality. And that is me, be prepared. I ask everyone about nerves. Everyone gets them in different ways or uses them in different ways. How does Ingrid deal with them? Everybody should get nervous because if you don't get, we call it, me and my daughter call it nerve-sighted. Nervous, excited. If it doesn't do that for you, don't do it. All right? So, so if life isn't doing that for you, your job, go do something else. Uh, that, that, that's the key. So how do I deal with it? You just, you pull on your big girl pants and you go and do it. Come on, this is what you signed up for. So, yeah, you've got to bat them to one side a little bit, but you've also got to enjoy them, absorb them where you can. Another thing I try and ask guests about is mistakes. Our mistakes, everyone makes them. We can all learn from them. What about Ingrid? I used to do, I used to do pitch side announcements with the Falcons. <laughs> and whenever they took on a French team... I try. I would try and get the pronunciation correct, but um, of each and every name of the players. But you know, if one of them came off, number sixteen, it's number thirteen. 
continues to just turn into a mumble. So thank you to the guys working in the back kind of space with me on those match days. We had so much fun, but yeah, I never got the pronunciations correct. But never mind, hey-ho. What a guest. Great, great insight into the world of speaking, or the worlds of speaking, because she speaks in so many different ways. We'll get more from Ingrid in a second on Speaker's Corner. Let's have a quick word from our sponsor. The North East Nibble Project is a not-for-profit organisation founded by two North East permanent makeup artists, Megan Jones and Amanda Patterson. Their aim is to provide free areola tattooing for women who've undergone a mastectomy and breast reconstruction as a result of breast cancer to help regain confidence and empower these courageous women. To register for this service or to donate, visit their website www.northeastnipples.co.uk and follow on Instagram at Northeast Nipple Project. Back to our Speaker's Corner guest, Ingrid Johnson, voiceover, event host, um, professional speaker in so many different ways. I asked Ingrid what speakers or performers or presenters perhaps influenced her and what did she learn from them? I honestly would say everybody that I've worked with has influenced me in my many years of radio, TV and voiceover. Every single person because... How could they not? They teach you when you work in a great environment how to be your best, how to get the best out of everything that you do for the program that you're working on, for the output, for the script. And then there's those that teach you how not to do it, how not to behave, how not to speak to people, <laughs> how it can all go wrong. Each and every person I have to say thank you to because they've shown me what it's like to work in the world of entertainment, which is not unlike everybody's job. If I had to name names, I'd have to say I wouldn't be the broadcaster and presenter that I am today without the help of Giles Squire, who gave me my first job and who every evening would ring on the red phone that would flash in the corner of the studio 30, 40 times maybe to me and Lee and, um, and give us words of advice uh, and keep us on track and help us to be the polished professional show that we knew we could be, even though we were so young. Say thanks to Big Jim, Jim Brown for some of the crazy ideas that we would come up with to make our listeners just so engaged with us. Events um, like the Hits on Holiday Summer Party that I mentioned earlier. Sean Marley was our boss and programme director at the time that we all said, we can do it. We can bring these superstars, these global stars to the northeast, and they'll all perform together under one roof. Yeah, they'll fight and argue as to who's going to get top bill. Anton Deck did. Um, but, you know, let, let's do it. People who just took the vision and ran with it and never felt that just because we're in the northeast, just because we're not a big London station, it's not possible. They were, well, we're leading the way. So I've got to say thank you to those people. They really influenced me. I loved the way Ingrid said that she learned, and we can all learn from bad speakers as well as good speakers. And she's mentioned a couple of times as well, Giles Squire, highly thought of in the radio industry. Uh, look him up, a very, very influential figure and clearly influenced Ingrid in many ways. Finally, I ask all guests who should be a possible guest for our 
podcast possibly from their own world, from their own contacts. Do you know what? I, I can't pick. I can't say who should come on and be a guest with you on Speaker's Corner from my realm of fellow broadcasters and people who I've worked with because that would just be shameful of me to try and pick one. Oh, could you imagine the backlash? So I'm going to give you a name of somebody that we've both worked with who pre pandemic probably would have been doing around 50 live events every single year. Her name's Leslie Hampson. She's one of the amazing team at the Newcastle um, Chronicle and Journal, putting on all of their big gigs. And I think she'd be really interesting for Speaker's Corner to tell you how live events and live speaking changed whilst the pandemic was on, because they really had to adapt. How she goes about, ooh, booking event speakers, not just like the likes of you and I, Alfie, we just host it. But, you know, like after dinner, when we introduce the big guest, how does she go about deciding who she puts forward for what event? I think Leslie would be an incredible listen. She might not share a lot of secrets, because, you know, once she puts those headsets on... <laughs> It all stays with her. Uh, but yeah, Leslie Hampson. How about that? That's a good suggestion, isn't it? Someone who, who books speakers rather than speaks themselves. So that's it. Look up uh, Leslie Hampson, Reach PLC. I'm doing a, a gig for her later in the year. Right. Does Ingrid have, with all of these different plates spinning, does she have a typical day, an average day? What does her average day look like? Well, every day is different. No two days are the same when you're self-employed and in the world of entertainment. So all I can do is read you off what I have in the diary today. So let's have a quick look. I've got scripts that I need to deliver for. First up, it is e-learning for Deloitte Worldwide. That's interesting. I've been working with Deloitte for around about seven years as their e-learning voice. So um, that's really interesting. I'm also the corporate voice for presentations for PepsiCo, so I've an internal script to deliver for them. A radio commercial has got to be recorded before four o'clock, and then at nine o'clock tonight, a coaching session direct with America, one of my coaches in America. So always learning and... Um, and always working, thankfully. Very hard. It's very difficult. And if you don't understand what the world of voiceover is, here, here's a little sample of one of my demo compilations. All on the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 and Fold 3 5G and Google Duo to free up your hands when you're making connections so you can stay in touch without having to touch much. Alexa. What am I holding? Arriva buses are here. Here for catch-ups over coffee. Here for your cinema trips, drinks with friends and family get-togethers. Plan your journey and buy your tickets via the Arriva UK bus app today. Everyone celebrates the finish line. But what about the starting line? After all, making it there isn't easy. But people only see one thing. In the end, we all win when everyone can get to their starting line. Alexa, reorder hot sauce for your morning shower and your afternoon cuppa for every load of washing and every thirsty houseplant. Northumbria Water is there for you.
Alexa, find my phone. How good was that? That voiceover, just that little snippet there. And just, I think, uh, her answers to all of the questions were just done with a real confidence and a real style that, well, if you want to book her, you can. You can go to her website, um, which is really brilliant. I've had a good look around it. It's ingridvoiceover.com, ingridvoiceover.com, or simply look up Ingrid Johnson on LinkedIn. Thanks, Ingrid. And we will try and have a, a sit down uh, and a conversation together where we can meet face to face. Keep tuning in to Speaker's Corner with me, Alfie Joy. Keep telling other people to subscribe. Subscribe yourself if you haven't done so already. And if you would be kind enough to leave a, a, a really nice review, that'd be great because that does make a difference to how many people can find this. Thank you very much. We'll be back soon with another great guest on Speaker's Corner. <laughs>